Ah, you're a young man. Young, young so, is a what's been going on? Is a tough word. What's it's an operative on? word. It's it's the most applicable to you. Yeah, man, you're a young man. What are you on about? You bet you're out there working hard and partying age hard. Age only. Age oh, only. Oh, I see. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> so, what we're talking about today? What we? T- so it's. I know the year, like season hasn't start, started in like August and all that, but we're going to make it New Year themed. So I'm going to say New Year. New teams, yeah, and basically, what's going to happen is new year, new. yeah. I would say team, and then we'll speak for like 10 minutes or something, however long we take to speak about how the new or something. And then you name it team, and we go back and forth like that until we've got four or five teams, okay. Uh, it could be football, NFL, okay, NBA. And the one rule is we cannot talk about okay, United or Spurs. That's because we've had a United special. Oh, and we will have a Spurs one coming up as well. Probably do another United one. Okay, cool. Soon. So we would leave those that for those good. episodes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to okay. revert back to you to name okay. the first team on your mind. Here we go. Chelsea. Let's talk about Chelsea. Oh. How can Chelsea? How can Chelsea think about sacking a manager? who's only just arrived, and he's had, had the World Cup in between. What, what is going on with that nonsense? Chelsea, to me, they need to, Potter is a good manager, and I think the keys is they need to give him time. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think, I don't know what if Todd Bowley watches or watched a lot of soccer, as they call it, before he took over, but... <laughs> yeah. It doesn't seem like... First off, the team is just all over the place. There's not a lot of balance anywhere. Uh, Transfers are very weird. They've bought so many centre-backs. They've got... They've bought, what, four or five centre-backs in the last couple of years. And they have, Mm. like, seven or eight of them now. They play two or three at the back. Like, there's no point having all those guys in there. Left-back... Slash wing back, Kukurela's he plays a certain system, and I mean, I'm sure Potter's going to get something out of him with time. Mm-hmm. And sure was injured, so yep. that's fine, that's fine. But then right wing back, um, or right back, Reese James is out. They don't really have a reliable yeah. top level option. Keeper, I mean, Kepa's now bounced Mendy out, but how confident are they? Centre of midfield is where, is what I find really weird because Kate has been injured quite a lot recently and yeah, so they've been going with Jorginho. But I mean, they still. But to me, I mean, Mason Mount has gone backwards. Mason Mount has gone backwards in terms and Loftus Cheek. Where is he? Something's going on there. It's not even those two. It's Conor Gallagher, who was his starts Palace last yeah. year. He's not getting enough game time. He's not playing. And that's the one guy that you, after last year, you think surely they let him, they bring him back and they start him game in, game out. He's the youngest. Of all the guys we've named, he's, by, he's probably by far the youngest as well, got the most energy. And you think they but get him rash. involved in game. 
He's rash, true. But he's but rash. At this, true, true. But at this point, like, you've got nothing to lose. Get a young guy in there. No. Get some legs in your midfield. There's no Kante, like I said. And a lot of the other mm. guys, apart from Mounts, are getting there in years. So, and, Col- and Jorginho is out of contract end of the season as well. So you might as well yep. try some of the new guys coming in and see if they fit. I, th- I think, um, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. also, it's up, but it's up front that to me is the issue. Yeah, Abayang, yeah I was just I building know up, going on there. you know, building up to a nice, mm. fin- a nice finish. Um, <laughs> I, I don't get it because they brought in Joao Felix and he's good, but what they well. need is a focal point. It's it's the same reason you said Aubameyang isn't going to work and he's not worked at all. It's the very same no. reason. Sterling, sure, he's there, but now they've got Sterling, Pulisic, Mounts, Ziyech, Havertz, Felix, who are all feeling, who all have, in one way or the other, they all have similar playing styles, play similar positions, but they need the guy in front, the big guy up top. And yeah, I know I'm not, I can, I'm only going to make this statement because we're not I'm not meant to speak about United, but that's why I like the work of signing. Because it's a big guy, focal points up front. Go in, mix it, mix with defenders in the box, take up attention, hold the ball up. Mm. That's what they need, and I don't get why they refuse to do it. And to you, what do you think about Chelsea? I, I I think that they're they're in a dilemma right now. I think part of the problem is they put all those players under a different manager, which is part of the problem. Yeah. I think Potter's come in and he's trying to take those players that he was inherited and turn them around into into his style of football. And I don't think, I mean, granted, there's been lots of injury problems, but I think he lacks a cutting-edge centre-forward. I think there is a, an unre, an unle, a high level of unrealistic expectations, I think, placed upon what Potter's got to do. My understanding is he's got to get them in the top four, in the top four. Uh, it's been the pressure being applied, and and that's very very difficult. It's not going to happen, especially. Yeah. I mean, the the player they're missing. There's two players they miss enormously. Reese James as the right back is they miss him incredibly, and of course, Conte is is a fabulous player. So those two players, I think, have really shown how poor this team is. If you think that the best player on the pitch is Thiago Silva, and he's 38. You know, that, that tells you all you need to know. I don't know what happened with Mendy. I thought, I don't know what's, how, how Keffer has got back in. I mean, he should have been sacked. He should have got rid of him when he refused to come off the pitch. Was it two mm. years ago no, when he was being subbed and refused to come off? That was I mean, he should have gone. So that's like four years ago, isn't it? Because that was before yeah. Hunty. Wait, Is it four years it? ago? Uh, what, a long time ago. It's a few years back. Yeah, quite a bit. It's a long time ago, but a player like that, that shows you that shows you the attitude he's got. He thinks he's bigger than the team. And I, I don't, for me, he's just, they've, they've got problems, I think, in terms of attitude within that squad. And I don't think he's got the players who want to play his type of football, which I think is going to be the issue. They've got to give him time. They must give him yeah. time. Otherwise, yeah, if, if they do something stupid like get rid of him within the next, say, 10 games, that would be the biggest foolhardy mistake that these this new um, group of owners coming in could ever possibly do. 
They give him time. He's, he's demonstrated what he could do at Brighton, and he could do exactly the same. The problem is, I think a lot of the Chelsea fans didn't really want him. But they, they wanted a big name signing, which is what they've always historically got. And I think, I think they've got to sit down, let's get a manager in who's going to turn them around and actually put the infrastructure in place. That's what's key here, putting the infrastructure in place. Very much like what Man City have done in terms of, you know, in terms of the backroom staff, in terms of when they've got the youth academy going. They put the infrastructure down in place and then they've got the right man in to build upon it. So, you know, that's, that's what now Chelsea need to do if they're going to be really establish themselves going forward. But if they get rid of him, man, it's just a nonsense. Absolutely nonsense. What, do you think it, it's also like a Todd Bowley thing? Because it's starting to look a little bit like Jerry Jones' Cowboys, where the big guy up top wants to be involved yeah. probably more than he should be. Because but that was the difference one of the reasons Chukwu was apparently let go, though, because he didn't really want that mm. involvement with ownership. Yeah, could be, you could be right. My concern, my, the difference here is that Jerry Jones owns, what, 90% of Dallas Cowboys? Ted, Todd Bowley doesn't own, he's part of a management group. That's why I was very careful what I said. I don't. Yeah. He may be a managing partner, but I think he's got some other significant player partners inside there, and therefore, though he may be the one is the face of it all, I think he's got a number of other people there behind the scenes, who though maybe they're letting him get on with it, but I think that he's he's much more accountable than uh, Jerry Jones is at Dallas. You know, it's like a, I think he's he's in a slightly different situation, but yeah. uh, I think. They've got to take it in. They've got to take it in for the long term, which is unfortunately most... The Premiership has become a very short-sighted league in terms of, in terms of the way that chairmen re- react to their managers. You know, it's, right. they've got to bet it in. I mean, to me, Potter should have stayed at Brighton because he, he had everything he wanted. You know, he was building a team. He was taking them up there and he could have done even more. And I don't think he's going to be given the time, sadly, to try and implement what he's done at Brighton into Chelsea. They want some, you know, that historically Chelsea are a bit like what Tottenham have become. No, I won't use Tottenham, let me because let's talk about that. But I mean, they want a big man manager come in, gel the team to go off and sort of play above themselves, and then win one or two, play really well, win a trophy this year, and everybody's happy. Whether the fact yeah. that the, and then you're trying to sustain it each year by sacking somebody and bringing lots of big names in. That is not long-term football. It's one of the reasons why I think United have been the right thing. You know, uh, but um, sorry, we're not meant talking about United, are we? But yeah, uh, I think that's the way it needs to be. That's, that's the way a compliment to us. No, you've done the right thing. Oh, we'll talk about that again another time. But Yeah. But... Um, no, that's my view. I think Chelsea, I, I'm, I'm watching this space. And if, if Chelsea sack, sack him, I, I think that, well, it's great for Tottenham because it means we've got a good chance of, of getting into Europe next year, despite the way we're playing. Yeah, could do. Well, the thing is, if they sack him, what they, who do they replace him with? Because Who do you get him with? Exactly. At this point, like think about who they've had already and who's available. Yeah. So it's... 
Yeah, it's it will behoove them to just keep him on for a lot for mm. a bit longer, but it remains yep. to be seen. It remains to yep. be seen. Right yep. on to the next team, the mm. Detroit Lions. Ah. Now, I mentioned them as a team to watch at the you start did? of the year, and that's because I thought they would be feisty. I thought they would. They would be a good team. I thought they would get to like they'll have like a four point four hundred or something winning record. I did not see them being a winning team in playoff contention until the last game and going to Lambeau Field and whooping the Packers in what is probably in what could be Aaron Rodgers' last NFL game ever. Absolutely. What you thinking? Uh, it's it's I, 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 it was interesting. Let me let me take it one step back. I saw the Green Bay Packers versus versus Minnesota game when Minnesota uh, when when Green Bay held Minnesota to basically nothing. They took kept control. They took them apart, and Justin Jeff- and Jefferson did nothing at all. Uh, so I have to be honest. The thing what's been interesting for me has been Detroit have scored points throughout the year. They, 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 you know, they've regularly scored. They may not have won lots of games in terms of, but they've regularly scored between 20 and 30 plus points every game, even though the defense has let them down, to be honest. Yeah. Otherwise, they'd have been well and truly clear. There's yeah. they, been a marked improvement with them. To that, there is no doubt. But, they, but to come back and beat Green Bay in the primetime game, because Green Bay, if they won that game, would have been in the playoffs. Yeah. So they were all geared up for it. And Detroit came in and put, the, and put them about. Absolutely tremendous. I, I, th- I think, in my opinion, I think, Green, I think Detroit are a year ahead of schedule. They really are. Seems that way. I think, they're a year ahead of, I think they're a year ahead of schedule. I think, you know, I remember what you said at the beginning of the year. And they've, they've improved tremendously. And uh, and I think they've got they've got a good chance. I mean, they, they won't go very far in the playoffs, but I think they're a year ahead of schedule. And I think next year they could be an interesting team. Definitely one to put to put some money on. Cause I think they're going to learn from this year. And as you rightly say, I think it was interesting the whole situation around Green Bay, where Aaron Rodgers basically said halfway through the year when they had a, such a poor start to the season, okay. Well, if I can't win any more games, yeah, put Jordan Love in. Let Jordan take over from me. But give me, let me play one game until we get to the point where we, we're not going to be able to do anything. And he, in fairness to Aaron Rodgers, he's played very, very well. You know, his relationship with Lafleur, to me, was very good, considering how it started at the beginning of the year. Yeah. And Green Bay were much better... Than, than I ever expected because the way the, the way the beginning of the year started, I didn't think they were going to do anything. It was atrocious. absolutely not doing anything good at all. It was atrocious. So Green, coming back to your point about Detroit, Detroit, man, they've done very, very well, very, very well. I think that uh, there there's a chance for them to well for me next year is going to be is going to be their time. I think they're going to take, learn from this and just go on on to the next season. But I think the players will be a step too far. I think. Yeah, I think it's also a good thing that they have a high draft pick because they have the that pick from the yep. Rams in the back pocket. Yep. That's I think it's like number four, number six this year. And 
Mm. Yeah, it's a great position to be in, honestly. It's kind of like Seattle, who's actually in the playoffs. They've got pick number three from the Broncos. Mm. So these teams are looking up. It's looking up. All right, I think it's your turn to give the next team now. Okay, Brooklyn Nets. I knew that was coming. You can't talk. You knew I was going to talk about the Brooklyn Nets. I knew it was going to be but. It's going to be NBA. I, I tell you here and now, to me, let me, let me t- just give you my first thoughts on this. The yeah. Brooklyn Nets are an amazingly talented team, right? No doubt. Okay. If everything goes right, if everything goes right, they, they, could, they could go do very, very well in the playoffs. Mm. But, and this is a big but, to me, their one Kyrie Irving comment from being a disaster Okay, that's what it is for me. They're just one Kyrie comment from everything falling apart. Because I know he's keeping his mouth shut because he's playing for he's playing for a contract. But let me tell you right now, Brooklyn would be mad, absolutely mad, to keep him give him another contract next year. This man is so far and away the most unstable self-egotistical player there is. Great talent. Absolutely fantastic talent. No doubt. But you can tell. You can tell. The man is the, the man is the man is poison in the locker room. I mean look at you know the stuff he the stuff he did when he was at Boston. Uh, you know you could one of the reasons why I think Boston really stuck it on them last year. Okay, stuck it on Brooklyn in the playoffs. Was I personally believe is that they wanted to show some of the players, most notably the, uh, uh, Jason Tatum and Brown, these boys were out there to show him, listen, we don't need you. You thought you were the big man when you were here. We don't need you. Let's show you how good we really are. And I think they were up for it, predominantly because of that. And I think that his attitude when he, when he, was, in, when he was in Boston, I think it's caused a lot of animosity against certain players. I know a lot of players think he's great and he's wonderful and everything else, but he, the man is poison. The man is poison. I'll tell you. Incredibly talented, but, you know, nah. Nah. So, what's your view about Brooklyn? Yeah, I think... You don't think it'll be a carry coming... Katie's now out for two weeks. I want to see how they play these next two weeks. He's out. He's out for a month. He's out for a month. Is it a month now? It's been updated. Well, a month. I want to see how this month goes for them because we say it's a carry comment, but Katie's injury history is starting to starting to grow longer. That list is starting to grow. Yeah. Um, And of course, as he grows older, his body eventually starts to wear down, and he's not. You know, he's not the bulkiest of guys. I mean, he takes contact nope. well, he shoots well, but at some point, when you've got that slim kind of body, you've got less padding on you. Yeah. So these things... Yep. And of course, he's already had that Achilles and slash ACL, those ACL slash Achilles injuries a couple years back. So that's also yep. in there. So now it's just... I'm just watching that because if they yep. have all three of them healthy and locked in, and I think that's what they've done. They're doing this year. I think you said it yourself. Kyrie's playing for a contract. 
I yeah. think he's smart Kyrie enough. Contract. Yeah, I think he's smart enough to know that not to avoid making any comments right now. Um, I mean, we have the whole. Answer. He can't help it. He, he can't help it. It's going to be. So, there is something. The thing about Kyrie is that for him, basketball is not is not is not his main thing. Okay, incredibly talented. But it, basketball is not his main thing. He's got other things which are to him are more important, which is, in one sense, it's credit to him. But I also think that he, he lacks respect for the game yeah. in the sense that, in the sense that, you know, you sometimes just shut your mouth and just get out there and play. You know, I think there are certain things you can do and you can't. No, you could can say whatever you want, but actually you need to show part of it. I think one of the most important things is as you get older, for a player like that is sometimes you can be wrong, okay? And sometimes it's, it's, it makes sense. Not always, it's, it's good to say, I'm sorry, and move and apologize, pick it up and move on quickly. And I think part of the problem, I think, for, for Kyrie, and I think it's a lot the same with lots of superstar sportsmen, is that their ego gets in the way of them actually saying, sorry, I got that bit wrong, and let's move on. You know, and he's got that at times. He just... And I think he'd, he'd have saved himself a lot of grief if he could just take that on the chin and move on. Because the man is talented. The man is the best ball handler in the league. The man has got a dribble. When he gets in the paint, he can convert shots like nobody's business. He's tremendous. But there is something when he plays, and you can sort of see it, when he plays with people and some of the things you hear, that, nah. You know, I, I, I'm curious to see where he goes next season. The other side to it as well is, is you know, it's Ben Simmons. What has happened to that boy? The, 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 his game has definitely picked up. And in one sense, because Kyrie and uh, KD can score, he's, he's, he's been averaging three, four shots a game. You know, he needs to pick it up. He, he's, he just needs to pick it up. I don't think... He's fouling. He's getting so many fouls in a game at the present moment. Some of the games I see him play, you know, he's just not at the level he was a couple of years ago, which I suppose in one sense is to be expected. He has back problems, but it's going to take him time. Yeah, yeah, it could be a bit of rust there. But he needs to come through and play a bit more. I've been very disappointed in Paddy Mills because I think he's a great player. But he's, he's not, I mean, Jack Bourne has shortened his rotation. So some of the players like him are basically not getting much court time. Cam Johnson is not. Cam Thomas is not getting much court time as well. But so to me, I think I think it's fool's gold if you bet on if you bet on if you bet on Brooklyn to go far in the playoffs. I don't I don't think I think what you're seeing is fool's gold. I think they're flashy right now. I think they've got some easy games ahead. And it's talk that maybe KD might not even come back till after the All Star break, because see how the see how the season goes. But oh. I don't know. We'll see. That that's my view. So Brooklyn is is definitely a team that I is a team that I'm thinking about what they what they're going to do. So yeah. What about you? Who's your next team? Oh, um, Newcastle. Wow. Newcastle yeah. United is... I, I keep 
waiting for some result to happen and to expose them a little bit but they keep refusing to go down like well they've drawn with city drawn with united have played i don't they played draw with us yeah yeah i drew with arsenal yeah yeah oh there you go yeah they refuse to give up and i'm worried because the atmosphere is coming back to St. James Park. Mm. And that is one of the worst places to visit for any team. To go to St. James's Park, especially when they're this happy, when everyone's bouncing and excited. Yeah, is they're rocking. And why I'm really... They've done really well so far. They've put a good team together. Um, I think they've avoided going for big names just because they're big names. They've picked up... They, yep. they picked up some of these guys that you wouldn't expect. Dan Byrne is suddenly from Brighton. People, a lot of people didn't even view him as best centre back at Brighton. They brought him in, and he's been fantastic for them. He's getting the best. Eddie Howe's getting the best out of Joelinson and Longstaff and Willock yeah. and all these guys. They got Callum Wilson in. Army runs going on the in the form of his life. Since that Jack Greenish yeah. insults, um, and they still got what's his name, the young, the young guy Isaac coming coming back from injury at some point. So yeah. this team is really gearing up for something. I'm, I like the way they're going right now. I think they could be yeah a huge problem going forward. For I, I I agree with you. I mean, I mean they lost in the FA Cup at the, at the weekend. I didn't I don't see look at. What team he put out, but then I think knowing how he probably put out, not probably rested some of his key players for that. But uh, but I think he probably still expected them to win. So yeah, that that was a bit of a yeah, that was a bit of a surprise. But I'm with you. I mean, they they have played incredibly well. I rate how as a manager. I really do. I think yeah. he's he demonstrated at Bournemouth that you know what he could do with with resources. And it, and it, and they are doing it the right way. They haven't gone out and spent vast sums of money to really. To, they're building it slowly, which is the right way. And man, they they, they play some good football. I mean, against uh, against us, they were miles better than we were, despite the fact that, as far as I was concerned, our goalkeeper threw the ball at them to give away a couple of goals. But that's another set of stories. But uh, we'll come about. We'll talk about Tottenham at some stage. But yeah, I'm with you. I think they they look a very interesting team. I think they're definitely pushing for a top four place, and I think they've got very good chances of getting it. I really do, because I think, in many ways, the, the, the top of the Premiership is far more competitive this year than I was expecting. I was expecting, you know, to be honest, that Liverpool would be stronger than they were. Um, I wasn't expecting Arsenal to be anything like what they are. Um, but... Man City have played as well as I thought they would do, but they've lost some interest. They've lost games which or drawn games I would didn't expect them to. So there's a, that's a bit of a surprise to me. So I think the top of the Premiership is much more competitive at this stage than I was thinking it was going to be. And I think having that sort of midsummer break or midwinter break, as um, it's going to juice up the way people play in terms of what takes place now. So yeah, I'm with you. I, I think I think. Newcastle are definitely a team on the up. I think the best thing they ever did was getting rid of the guy who owned Sports Direct. 
because he clearly wasn't interested in putting any money into them. Yeah. Ashley just, yeah. they got somebody who's got a, a plan for the club. And that's the key. He's got a plan for the club. I mean, my, Mike Ashley's a Tottenham fan. So, you know, it's like, why buy a club if you don't, just for the sake of it when you're not really, you're not really there? It's actually, it's, yeah, exactly. But there you go. He's out. Is that that's the best thing that could happen to that club? Yeah, it really is. So that's true. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's worked wonders for them. So. Yeah. Unfortunately. Okay. But yeah, that's good. I'm going to ask you an NFL question for my next one. Yeah. Okay. 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 You know I'm a Kansas City Chiefs yeah. fan, so I, but I'm not going to talk about them. Buffalo. Do you think Buffalo to me have been my surprise team? I thought they would be a lot better this year than they, they, they have surprised me. I thought they were going to be a team that was going to do it. And I, I'm surprised. That that's my surprise team. Of I thought they'd be, I thought they'd be the big it now team win. I really did. But I, I, they surprised me in terms of where they've been playing. What, what have you seen in there? Because I know you're, much, you're a big NFL boy. Well, yeah, I agree with you on that one. Um, a lot of people coming in this year thought Buffalo was going to win it. I've had conversations with people as well, and it, it's very worrying. I get well. I guess you could see it one of two ways. You could see it as it's worrying because they are struggling against teams they could they should be beating easily. I mean, the they Patriots, beating, yeah. like our offense, isn't much to brag about, and. Yeah. They needed those kick returns touchdowns in last game to win it. Uh, I'm not going to address this in another game. Um, there are other games like no. Detroit on Thanksgiving. I watched that game. The, mm. the, the Bills were very lucky to beat the Lions that game. And mm. it's a bit of a worrying sign for them, especially with Joshua. Like, he, he makes the usual... Oh my goodness, how has he made that throw? How has he made that run? Yeah. But at the same time, he's throwing interceptions he really shouldn't be throwing. And you're watching, and it's yep. like there's some. I can't place my finger on it, but there's just something off. Like the team isn't uh, agreed. clicking like it did last year. There's just yeah bits and pieces of the offense and defense that just don't look right. And it's hard to pinpoint mm. exactly what it is. But. I, I agree with you completely. There is something that seems off. They aren't. They're not playing to us to the level we know they can, and that's yeah. that's quite worrying, especially with Bengals and the Chiefs playing around them in that yeah. in the AFC. I, I, if you'd said to me last year that to me, Patrick Holmes is is the best quarterback in football at the present moment. Yeah. But if you had said to me that actually. It's not him. It's it's Josh Allen. I I think you could have made a very good case last year really that he was the superstar. Of, you could have made that case. Mm. No chance this year. No chance this year. He's like, for somehow or not. I know he's lost his offensive coordinator. He's moved on. But I was expecting more from him. He he hasn't he hasn't kept growing. You know, he's it's almost as though he's he's plateaued based upon last year. And he's like, he hasn't put the extra reps in. To take his game to the next to the next level, because he's got superstar talent. You know, he's he's basically he he is MVP talent. Mm. To that, there is no doubt. 
And for, but for some reason, it's not coming through. I don't know if it's Stephen Diggs. It just isn't getting, isn't getting the the, the isn't doing the runs and the cuts he was doing last year. But none of it, it's 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 a lot more because at his stage now, he should be really be much more of a, a pocket quarterback, able to try and find things and find and basically find his wide receivers because he's got good wide receivers, but it's. It's an over-reliance on his legs. And that, to me, is something that really doesn't last long, you know, for a play of his ability. I think, you know, that, that should, he should always be looking to pass first rather than run first. Yeah. Which, is, to me, is one of the reasons that restricts Lamar Jackson as well. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and even Lamar Jackson is trying to become more and more of a public quarterback. So that I think it's... But, so there's something not right there in my head, and it could be as simple as the fact he just hasn't got the right uh, offensive coordinator to try and help, to look to try and help him with his game. But I'm going to see what happens and how far they go because I don't think they're going to go as far as I thought they would. I thought so. That was my that's my thoughts on that. But yeah. Yeah, it's it's always a. I guess we'll see this playoffs, like what happens. We just have to wait and see. We'll know we'll know a lot more by this time next week. By the time we get the next episode. I think there's a lot of parity the dolphins. I'm expecting them to just beat the dolphins, but it remains to be seen. Especially with since Dolphins on second or third string quarterback for that game. So it remains to be seen. Well it's talk Let's talk about two might be back. Let's talk about two might be back. No, as what I saw today is that he's still in concussion protocol. He's still, he's oh, he's still in protocol. Okay. Yeah. So he's gone back in because it was talk day. that he wasn't going to be in it. Okay, cool. Yeah. I've, I've got one comment to make to you. When we had a conversation a few weeks back with regard to were Kansas City Chiefs better with or it. without Tyree? I knew it. What? What? And, and you heard, okay. And you heard what I said at the time. Yeah. Okay. What are you? What What are your thoughts with regard to that? Well, I did say let's wait for the playoffs and we'll see, didn't I? Because I said that's where yeah. it will shine the most if he needs, if that was a mistake. But I will say mm. this: so far, regular season, it's, it looks like, it looks very different. Like, Mahomes looks to have grown because of that. He's no longer just looking for Tyreek and that big play. He's ready to take what the defense gives him and build up a drive. Exactly. Build up those long drives. And, yeah. yeah. Um, just because there's still a chance, I'm not going to say it yet. But I do get the feeling <laughs> I may be wrong. I will not completely yeah. admit to it until I'm fully wrong because there's still a chance I could be right. So... I'm gonna yeah. hold off on that okay. one. Gonna hold off on that one for now. But it, okay. But this, but this comes back to my point with regard to I think about Josh Allen, because there's no doubt Terry is 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 a fantastic, fantastic wide receiver. Okay, and it was, and I would say that was probably an over reliance on him. But yeah. you've seen the way that he's, the way that Patrick has adjusted his game. Yeah. To spread out more. Okay, and I think that's what I'm talking about. That ability to learn, that ability to say, okay, let me look around. That ability to read the game. And that's what I'm thinking about. That, that next level ability to read the game. 
is what I think I, I thought I was more expecting from Josh Allen at this stage because I think he's got amazing talent. The size of him, his arm, his speed. But I, I was expecting him just to sort of settle back. It's what makes Tom Brady and even Aaron Rodgers what they are. They, 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 can, they read the game. Generally, they read the game incredibly well when they're on. And I was thinking that Josh Allen should be in there as well. So that's, that's the only reason why I brought up Patrick Mahomes in this stage, to, to, to demonstrate what I was expecting from Josh Allen. Okay, I've just seen something that took place in the last few hours. So this year, the uh, NFL All-Pro wasn't voted. It wasn't decided by some association or something. The players voted for the All-Pro mm. team. So I'm just going to okay. give you the team, and then I'll get your reactions right after. Okay. So team, quarterback, Mahomes, running back, Josh Jacobs, fullback, Kyle Yushik, San Francisco, wide receivers, mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson and Devontae Adams, tight end, Travis mm-hmm. Kelsey, left tackle, yeah. Trent Williams, left guard, Joel Bitonio, center, Jason Kelsey, right guard, Zach Martin, right tackle, Lane Johnson, edge rushers, Nick Bosa and Miles Garrett, interior defensive linemen, right. Chris Jones, Aaron Donald, yeah. nose tackle, Dexter Lawrence, off-ball linebacker, yeah. Fred Warner and Robin Smith, cornerbacks, Pat Sutton second and Darius Lee, free safety, Minka Fitzpatrick, wow. strong safety, Derwin James mm-hmm. Jr., kick returner, Cordero Patterson, punt returner, mm-hmm. Kevin T. Turpin, Dallas, core teamers, Jeremy Reeves and Justin Hardy, kicker, Jason Myers of Seattle, Punter Tommy Townsend of Kansas, long snapper Morgan Cox of Tennessee. Initial reactions. Uh, Josh Jacobs at full back is an interesting one. Running back. Especially he's in the contract. A uh, running back, sorry. Especially he's in he's in a contract year. So you know that's an interesting one. Clearly he's he's got the most yards this year. So that, but um, but he did nothing on Saturday. He did nothing at the weekend. Saturday or Sunday is when play. But he did nothing at the weekend. Saturday, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was he was running into nothing. So yeah. I I think that's probably the only that's probably the only one I would say uh, the two wide receivers picked themselves. I mean, Devontae Adams is probably the best wide receiver in football. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I I'd say that yeah. I, I'd say he's the best wide receiver in football. Tariq Hill, no? No. Okay. No. This say, year. But it's Tari- based on Tariq has got the year. speed. Yeah, this year. Purely this year. This, yeah. I mean, Tariq has, has had some phenomenal games this year. There's no doubt. Sure. And it, but he's suffered because of the fact that two has been injured. Yeah. So therefore, he hasn't had a, a, a good quality quarterback throwing him the ball. Uh, so, but uh, to me, Devontae, Devontae Adams is the best quarterback. Is the best wide receiver in football. I think he's suffered because of the fact is I don't think Carr has played that well this year. Hence the fact he stepped away. Devante's done here. I think he had... I saw this a few days ago, but so I I may not have the numbers exactly right because this is off the top of my head. But I think he had 100 receptions for 1,579 yards and 
yeah. 14 touchdowns on the year. So he's still, he still bowled out yeah. this year. He still had a great year. So I won't... Yeah. He still had a... He had... No, he had a great year. Yeah. But the sheer fact that the Derek Carr has walked... Basically, is when the team... You think... If you think how good a year he's had, right? Yeah. And the team have got rid of the quarterback. Yep. <laughs> okay. That tells yep. you all you need to know. Yep. Okay. I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I... That's exactly the point I'm making. That's why, have, he's the best, that's why he's the best wide receiver in football. I have a few reservations about defense on special teams. Oh, well, not special teams, but defense, definitely. Um, I think I'm surprised by Aaron Donald's inclusion there because uh, he's been injured for a, quite a bit this year. So I'm surprised he's made the list. Yeah, that's valid. That, that one seems... He's made it, it based upon... His name, yeah, yeah. It makes it on his name. The sheer fact that when he plays, when he plays, he's always double teamed. And Chris Jones is phenomenal yeah. for Kansas. Um, I think Nick Bosa, yeah, okay. Miles Garrett. I think if if TJ if TJ would have been not been injured, he would have been he would have easily been the other the other pass rusher. In fact, so Miles Garrett, you could say, has got in there. Because of injuries to others. Yeah, yeah. I would say. But off-ball linebackers, Fred Warner, Rickon Smith, those are the inside guys. Fair. But I think they should have given yeah. like another spot for outside linebackers. Because uh, that's technically... Because Matt Judon and Josh Uche of Patriots. Now, that's that might be Patriots back. But they had great years. Matt Judon was second mm. in the league with four sacks or third. Interior, def- mm. um, Uche came on really strong towards the end of the year. Uh, interior defensive lineman, right. I think, because Aaron Donald was injured a lot of the year, I think Jeffrey Simmons from the Titans could have got that. I'm a bit surprised he didn't right. get it. Uh, I saw, actually, the reason I said this is because this guy, uh, Micah Parsons, he tweeted something. He said, I'm focused on the playoffs. F the all-pro list, blah, blah, blah. Because he wasn't on the first team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't get where he's coming from, to be honest. He's a great player and it's good. And he started the year on fire. But I think after week 11, he's just dropped off. Like his impact, he still impacts games every now and again. But I just haven't felt that, you know, when you watch the games, you don't feel his impact like you did earlier in the season. And I yeah. think him making that comment is just, he's young, he's not got his head through. Like, he's still looking at, but he's not actually looked back at the season he's had and seen the disparity right. between first half and second half. But Second half, yeah, yeah that's true. I'm not going to. I think uh, cornerbacks, yeah, sure, why not? Um, free safety and strong safety. Say. Yeah. I have a bit of a problem with that, with Minka Fitzpatrick and Derwin James. Right. Free safety, I think Justin Simmons has... I think he's one of the most... He's probably the most underrated safety in the league, Justin Simmons. He's been great right. this year. And let's not forget how terrible Denver's offense, offense has been. The reason they've had so many yeah. close games is because of what that defense has done. And True. Simmons is a huge part of that. Derwin James has been good... But again, I think, I don't know if he plays strong safety, but this guy, what's his name? 
Quandre Diggs of this Seahawks. Actually, Quandre Diggs. Yeah, he, he took he took a lot of he got a lot of interceptions earlier in the early part of the season, didn't he? Really? He got a few more in the lead. He was tied for the lead yeah. for interceptions. Yeah. So I'm a bit yeah. I'm a bit wor- I'm a bit stunned by that one. And another yeah, I'm a bit stunned by that one. Uh another guy actually over Aaron Donald. I said Jeffrey Seamus, but Keenan Williams from the Jets was brilliant mm-hmm. as well. I mean the Jets don't have a, the best record, but he was really good for them. No. So I'm a bit yeah, I don't know. This list is a bit iffy for me. I don't know. What do you okay. think? Overall, I, I think defense is always difficult because because of the injury scenarios that have happened to a lot of the top players yeah. around, um, which has always impacts the way that that looks, and um, and also it's, I mean we just made the comment. You think that Devontae Adams is is in the is an, is in the All Pros, despite the fact his quarterback his his quarterback basically got kicked off the team. With three games to go, you know it, sh- it just shows you how good a court, just how good a, a wide receiver he actually is in terms of what he's able to do. Um, I, th- I mean, to me, he's a two thousand yard easily with a decent quarterback, and I don't, and I'm not too sure he's going even going to get that next year in terms of what's going on. You know, I think he's jumped out of the frying pan into the fire, in my opinion. Oh, my <laughs> I, I don't. It's it's a bit unlucky, really. Yeah, it's a bit unlucky. You know, I know he was looking for, st- I know he was looking for stability when he left Green Bay, but he, he definitely ain't got that at the Raiders. And I, I think the, you know, it's a difficult one. It's a difficult one. Um, uh, I, I think for me, yeah, without, I think Miles Garrett is okay, but I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of good quality defensive players around. You know, and it's. And the key is what these are the what the other players vote for, and that's the key with this. What they think, who they think, are the guys, and they're, and and they're there on the ground. You know, they're there seeing it. Right, they can see what these guys are actually doing. So if they these, so you've got to give these guys something there. You know, it's not like uh, it's yeah, it's like an all-star game in that sense. These are what your fellow pros. That's what they think of you. So uh, you. Got to give some juice to that, but um, yeah. I actually, I've not seen the second team. Have you got? Have you got the second team there as well? Uh, I think it's only the first team that's out. I'm gonna go the first team. Let okay. me check. Let me quickly check that one. Yeah, I'd be interested to see who's on those teams. Special defense. That'd be interesting to see who, who they think is is actually up there. But yeah, nah. Let's see how it all goes. But the old pros are, yeah. Yeah, actually, there's second team isn't out yet. Okay. Well, okay. Actually, cool. that's a good shout. I've just seen something. Cordero Patterson was a kick returner. Yeah. He only, well, he's, he's, he only had nine attempts this year. Nine kick returns this year. People kick. Yeah, but if people kick away from him, don't they? No, but it's not even that. <laughs> it's just away. like he's got nine, nine returns. There are other guys who've got more. The guys who yeah, but how many? How many? T- how many? T- how many yards did he make for, for return? 
And he's a big unit as well. He's a unit. He's a big unit. I just, I think the... For that guy that size. I think he had 284. Yeah. I mean... Because he... Yeah, I remember reading some of these breaks records as well. There's a guy who deserves it more. Um, Keisha Nixon for the Packers. You know him? He's, right. he's the one who scored that kick return touchdown against the Vikings in that game you were talking about a few minutes back. Right. He had it over 1,000 return yards this year. Hmm. I'm a bit... That's a valid point. That, yeah. I'm, That's a valid point. I don't know, man. Honestly. Uh, you make... <laughs> no list is perfect. You make su- no list is perfect. No list is perfect. No list is perfect. That's the best we can. So we've got any other teams to this talk about? I think we end it for now, and we can come back to this another time. Okay. Maybe new month okay. or something. Yep, that'd be cool. Yeah. Because it'd be interesting to see what's going on. I think the playoffs this weekend are going to be fascinating. Oh, I'm ready. I think there could. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to it. So, uh, because to me, there's a lot of parity in the league this year. Mm. Yeah, it's, I think the good teams are losing to bad teams, or, or you may simply say there's much to you know isn't much difference between the two. I think back to your point about Detroit, you know, good team on the rise, definitely on the rise. I mean, for me, New York Giants were my team. You know, I since I think I said to you at the beginning, we we've come from nowhere. We've had, I mean, even the Jets have been competitive in terms of what they've done in recent times. You know, so big turnaround. I mean, the biggest disappointment for me has been Denver. Uh, I was very surprised with Russell Wilson at how poorly they put together a team. You know, they've had nothing as far as I can tell. You know, when you look at the games and you see them on telly, they just look, "Mm." there's like, there isn't a hunger there. And as much as, I've seen sort of Russell Wilson try and do stuff. They they were very, a very sad team. There's something wrong there. But anyway. Yeah, I do That's it. Yeah, that's... Uh... Oh, well. Oh, well. But then again, we'll talk again. We will talk again. Okay. Good to speak. It's been too long. It really has. It really has, Uncle. But you know what? We're back. Yeah, we need to speak. We're back. Try and get this we're done. Back. One... Once a week. Yeah. So, should be yeah. good. Should be good. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Okay. All right. I'll speak to you I will say goodbye. next week. Yep. Speak next week. All right. Take care. You too. Have a good Bye. one. Bye. Bye.